to the Miko One Show. I am the host overseer Estelle. Today, our guest is a mighty woman of God that poured back into the community, helping women with addiction and domestic violence. Welcome, mighty woman of God, Amy Mitchell. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime, mighty woman of God. How's your day going? How are you feeling today? It's going great. I'm really glad to be here. Super excited. Hallelujah. So your ministry is known as Anchor Her. Tell us a little bit about your testimony of how Anchor Her became a ministry. So Anchor Her became a ministry. It's a blueprint of my life and my journey with my oldest daughter, Mariah. Um, when she was young and I was a single mom on government assistance, I had gotten some trouble and I was facing prison myself five years. And during that time, I had no one to really show me how to do anything different. And so I just called upon God. I didn't even really have a good relationship, but I was like, I need help out of this situation. And if you get me out of this situation, I'll do anything you want me to do. <laughs> Trying to cut a deal with God, you know, <laughs> at that time. And so um, the night that I was in jail and I cried out to him, I was supposed to be taken to other counties, but I, they dropped the bonds and the next day I got to leave two hours in time to get my daughter from being taken out of my custody. Wow. And it was the biggest blessing ever, but I still didn't know what I was doing. Right. I didn't have tools and resources and I was in domestic violence situation at the time and I got injured and then I was taken a safe home shelter. And that's when my life changed. That's where the blueprint came from because I had a lady come alongside me. She mentored me. She told me her story of hope, which gave me encouragement that I could do something different with my life. And at this time, I had two children now, kind of back to back. And so I was like, I'm ready to go. What do I do? And she's like, well, what do you want in life? And I said, I just want a home for my children. And then by just having the vision of the home, that's what I was working towards. And she was helping me every step of the way. She helped me with community resources. She helped me go from shelter to transitional living to an apartment. And then in the year 2000, I was able to buy that first home that, wow. home that I wanted. And that's where God met me at that home. I wanted the carnal thing, but God had spiritual in mind. Hallelujah. Oh, my yeah. God. And it's so, um, so many women have been through domestic violence mm -hmm. and it's right now it's prevalent. It's been prevalent for years, but overlooked, but awareness, how you speak in awareness into the atmosphere and how you poured out to God and you cried to God. You didn't go to man, but you went to God, which is amazing. And when you cried out, he heard your cry. Hallelujah. So we just we just give honor to God right now in the mighty name of Jesus for hearing your cry, for hearing your vision. And you didn't even know what ministry was, but he poured into you and you poured back. An exchange took place Amen. in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you right now in advance for this mighty woman of God. Hallelujah and amen. The resources, Lord, that he has given you. And my thing is someone poured into you. Now you're pouring back into someone else. Makes sense. So give us one example of how you pour into the community. Sure. 
One of the biggest ways that we pour in the community is we go out. Like sometimes, you know, you want people to invite them to church and you want these women to come to church. But we go to them because some of them, they just don't know if they want to come to church or they don't know about God. So we go and be the hands and feet of Jesus. We take the word to them. We take a support group to them. We go to the shelters, the addiction treatment centers and sober living homes. And we share our testimonies. We share the gospel. We encourage them. And it's just such a wonderful time. They think we're, they're like, you're like our cheerleaders and we love this. And and then so they get to know God in a very simple way, and then we can connect them into the actual church body to go further. Amen. What is your mission statement? And um, basically choose a scripture that defines your mission statement. Sure. So our mission statement is to embrace and empower and ignite women impacted by incarceration, domestic violence, and addiction. And the actual scripture that I believe was God inspired, God breathed was Isaiah 61. And I had people telling me that before I even started the ministry. Mm -hmm. And so Isaiah 61, to bind up the brokenhearted, to release captives, like we are every single part of that. And then it talks about them coming back in just like flourishing in the new land, right? They're the ones taking it to the next generation. And that's exactly what these women are doing. That's exactly like, as we're discipling them, they're taking it to their families and communities. Amen. And what type of resources do you offer for the women that's in addiction, that's domestic violence and incarceration? What Do you have any resources that you're able to provide for the women? Yes. Um, for the last several years, we've done um, rental assistance. A lot of the sober living homes require money to get into them. So like a weekly fee. So we help them get into the homes that way. We've given clothing, shoes, hygiene items, just kind of in groceries, depending on what their need is. What we like to do is look for what are the needs. We don't want to come in with what we believe the resources need to be. We see what's missing, what they need, and that's how we work with getting it. So, amen. That's a lot. That's a lot. And my thing is, um, what is what what is the next step for your ministry? Do you, are you thinking about opening up your own home for women, your own shelter for women? Eventually, yes. I think it'll be done through some of the women that have come through our program. However, and we want to have our own site for prayer and respite. However, that'll that's a little bit down the line, but right now we want to utilize the resources that are already going good in our community and provide some that are needed in our community. And for this year specifically, I think you've probably heard about the um, epidemic with fentanyl, a lot of overdose deaths. Yeah. We really want to raise awareness this year. We want to um, break the stigma, you know, about mental health and substance abuse disorder and just really bridge the gap there. Hallelujah, Lord. And it's so much, um, the fentanyl is overlooked because it can be synthetic where it doesn't show up in your, your, your tests. They're making mm -hmm. a lot of these drugs synthetic where it's not even showing up, but you can tell that the person is high. So mm -hmm. when you look at that fentanyl, it's such a widespread of that has been exposed to the community and it's everywhere. It's just not, it's not just in rural areas. It's in the suburbs as well. It's everywhere because it's a moneymaker, mm -hmm. a, a true moneymaker. And so we had um, a couple of overdoses here in Florida 
and it was just sad. Just, you know, and depending on what location you are in Florida, it's more intense. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So it really does. And my thing is when you look at addiction and you have someone to be able to help with addiction, it's a time. Some of the people they'll go back. I, I really, I really it makes it sad when they have been um drug free for over 10 years and go back and OD. It's such a sad story. And so my thing is um, leading to that, you have stories of impact on your website. Mm-hmm. Tell us what the location, tell us about a little bit about your website and then we'll get into the stories of impact. Yes, our website is www.anchorher.org and it shows stories of impact. It shows um, some of the events that we do in the community it shows just different things about where we've been and where we're going. Amen. And stories of impact are testimonies. That's a loc- It's located on your website, a segment of your website that shows and shares testimonies. So I want to share a testimony. Her name is Crystal. So let's take a pause and look at the video of Crystal's testimony. Okay. Hey, my name is Crystal. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, I was adopted. Um, I have, was an addict for about 20 years. I've, I've used all my life just looking for a place to fit in. Um, I've dealt with different kinds of abuse from physical, uh, mental, emotional, sexual. Um, and I just kind of had a rough go. Um, I found recovery um, 2018, April 5th, and um, absolutely loved it. I love that just seeing that side of, uh, of life. Um, and I start working the steps. Um, but I've always been a believer in God. I've been a believer in Christ Jesus. My mom raised me, um, to know who God is. And, um, that's what I feel was lacking in my recovery program. Um, I knew, you know, it was great feeling sober. It was great, um, meeting new people to fellowship with, but what I was missing was God in my life, back in my life. I know he's always been in my life, but I was missing that connection with him. And I started working with Anchor Her um, about a year ago. And ever since my life has absolutely changed. Amy and Mariah um, just surrounded me with love, um, with encouragement, with support, um, with unity, and even more so, um, just helped me dive deeper into my faith with God. Um, and that was definitely the piece that was missing because the calmness and um, just the joy and the understanding that I have now in the journey and the season that I am, that I'm in, um, I don't believe I would be where I'm at if it wasn't for Anchor Her. Um, I sit and study with Mariah, um, weekly, um, and I just love them both. I love them both for, um, just reminding me that I have a, a heavenly father and that he loves me more than anything. And, you know, at one point in my life, I forgot that. Um, he, they reminded me that he sustains me, that he comforts me. They reminded me that I am never alone, that I am always loved. And that as long as I focus on him, like everything's going to be okay. Um, I no longer walk out my will or try to control things. I just look to God. I look to God and to Jesus for his will and grateful for my salvation. 
and um, Anchor Her, they did all that for me, um, as well as all the women around me and in the community. They're incredible inspiration, um, incredible encouragement, incredible hope, and um, I just love them um, and everything that they stand for and everything they're due, and I will support them in every way possible, and I hope you do too. So we, Crystal has shared her testimony. My one question to you is, based on the video, how were you able to connect with Crystal emotionally and logically? Yeah, so um, when we met Crystal, it was just like you could feel that bond already when we went to her sober living home. And then she was just like not sure if she was wanting the whole God thing and everything right then. And then it was just crazy how things just turned around. And then she was there every week. She was coming. She was learning. And my daughter, she was like, I'm too young to be mentoring someone right now. And I'm like, no, you're not. The Amen. Bible will tell you differently. And so she started mentoring her. And then I was just kind of overseeing it a little and just like advocating for Crystal. And so we kind of double whammied her, double teamed her a little. And then I'm telling you, like she was just getting it biblical application. Like even with her boyfriend, he was in addiction too. And she said, if you're not sober, we can't be together. Like she stood her ground. And then he's like, okay, well he got into a sober living too. And then she said, if we're talking about marriage and we're going to get married, I want to do it God's way. So she did all the ways to do it the God way and waiting for her wedding night and everything. It was so beautiful. Then they got married And she had always been asking the Lord for a child. And then after they had been married, not even a year, she got pregnant with her son, Levi. God has redeemed, restored, and it is so beautiful. So beautiful. Oh, my God. And where's Crystal now? Do you still keep in touch with her? Yes. So she's actually on our board now. And even tonight, like she's leading groups for us. Mm -hmm. She's a leader in I'm just so amazed by all the progress she's made. So amazing. Amen. The testimony. God would take you through a test to be a a blessing to someone else. That's what a test testimony is. He's testing you. And the God in you that pours back out into someone else. You don't know what we've been through. You don't know what your your testimony, how we'll bless someone. But this testimony of yours, how it started with you and you, you, someone poured into you. Now you are able to pour back into someone else. She got saved. She got delivered. You bring it down every stronghold. And she is a leader in the name of Jesus today. Hallelujah. Such a beautiful story of impact. Amen. Just powerful. And then this is just the beginning. Just um, And then you're networking with, and partnering with different ministries. Tell us a little bit about your upcoming events that's coming. Yeah, so at the um, end of October this month, we're going to be at the Women After God's Own Heart Conference. And they're going to highlight our ministry so that it can get out to more and more people. So that's going to be really amazing. And then um, in May, we are doing Battle Cry for Recovery. 
And that is when we're going to link arms with other community providers, rally around our city, have them come out. And there's going to be providers, if they want to get free from addiction that day, if they want to go to sober living that day, there'll be people to take them. Like we're ready to go. So it's going to be a really beautiful time as well as just hearing the gospel. And it's always beautiful when we have these recovery events and we always see change and we always see salvations. Hallelujah, Lord. Mm-hmm. So I want to say thank you, mighty woman to God, for being a part of the Meek Whole One show. In closing, give us a word of encouragement for women that have been through domestic violence, addiction, women that's incarcerated. Give us a word of encouragement. Well, there is freedom. There is true freedom. More than just coming out of bars, like you're leaving and you're finding freedom when you walk out those doors, but there is freedom in Christ that brings a freedom inside that is just the most amazing thing. And it's a freedom that you can take to your family that they see in your eyes. And I'm seeing people in addiction that have been in addiction for years upon years, literally get free and not just like, I'm sober, maybe I'll relapse tomorrow, but they're just like claiming that freedom. They're not considering themselves, you know, I'm an addict. I'm an addict. They're not saying those words. They're like, I'm a free to, you know, a free person in Christ. That's who I am, you know? And I just love that because, you know, we go through hard times, like you said, the trials and you go through domestic violence. And the good thing about our family, what we've seen is I was a product of domestic violence growing up. Then I had domestic violence around my children. And now we are breaking that cycle. Mm -hmm. And my daughters, they're like, no domestic violence. We are not. They walked away from it when they seen it, you know. Amen. Through change. Yes, Lord. So we just thank you. I always close with a prayer, but before I close, I want to say thank you to everyone that have been listening to the Nicole One mm-hmm. Show. Continue to support, share the content, and continue to um, tune in. It's been a blessing with the audience and the questions and the remarks. I just want to say thank you. Even the ones that sowed this, have been sowing the seeds. So in closing, we always close with a prayer. So Father God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we just say thank you. We give you all the glory and honor, Father God, and because of the vision that you placed in her belly, Father God, give her unconditional favor with you and the people, Father God. Continue to increase the resources, continue to build relationships on every level as they continue to stand on your word. They're building the kingdom of God. We say thank you. We thank you for victory that domestic violence is being destroyed, Father God. Addiction is being destroyed, Father God. And people incarcerated are coming out clean, delivered, and set free. We you thinking that you we thank you that you're breaking the bond, Father God. The strongholds, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, continue to cover this mighty woman of God. The ministry you placed in her belly, let it go global, Father God. And her children will pour back into the community with her. I love it. A family affair, Father God. Following your footsteps and not man. We say thank you in advance. We ask in these many blessings in thy son, Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to say thank you once again, Mighty Woman of God. And the podcast is on iHeart, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify. Anywhere there's a podcast, the Nicole One Show is available. Thank you for everyone. And God bless each one, each and every one of you. 
I want to say thank you once again, Amy Mitchell, for being a part of the Miko One Show. If you're interested in sewing into her organization, please, please visit the website www.anchorher.org, www.anchorher.org. I want to leave you with two powerful message of testimonies. God bless you and thank you. Hey, my name is Corey. This is Suze. And uh, we had the opportunity to really buy into uh, Amy and Mariah's ministry, Anchor Her, early on, um, mostly just because we have walked some life with Amy and seen the fruit that she has in her ministry, the heart that she has, the um, incredible influence um, that she had, that Amy has, both in her, her own story of walking through some really hard things and be able to relate with women who've been, um, yeah, who've walked through hard paths, who've been affected by incarceration or addiction or uh, domestic violence. And so we just, we just buy into Amy. We want her to continue to be able to do the ministry that she's doing and just to be able to partner with her monthly is a real joy for us. Yeah, from the first time I met Amy and Mariah, it's just clear that they are set apart, they are marked um, by the Lord. Uh, we buy into the ministry that they're doing. We see the the positive effect, the amazing effect that their ministry has on the women and the families that they work with. Um, and we just want them to continue to be able to, to keep doing what they're doing. So. Uh, so we just love to be able to partner with them in this. Yeah, God's doing a really cool thing in Anchor Her, um, and we'd love to, to even see that team be built more. Hello. Um, I was asked to share my testimony. So um, my name is Rachel. I, you know, I'm a recovering heroin and meth addict. I have 18 months clean. Mm. I'm also a survivor of human trafficking. <clears throat> you know, I went to jail. I was in jail numerous times, but I went there and stayed in December of 2018. And when I went there, I had nothing but the clothes on my back. I had no family, no friends. I had alienated myself from all of them. I have been attacked many times and um, I should be dead right now honestly when I went to jail in December I spent a month there and I asked to go to the center um, because I had heard good things and I didn't want to be in prison I didn't want to be in jail I wanted to be I wanted to be out and be able to work and possibly get a chance to get on my feet but I didn't I really didn't know for a fact that I was going to stay clean. Um, it took me a while. It took about a week before I started getting in, involved in anything. And um, I remember on Sunday I was told that there was a, a group of ladies that came in. And that they came in. It was like church. So I was still trying to find my faith at this time and um anybody who's been in the streets you know the mentality that we don't matter we are nothing we're not seen no one cares about us or what happens to us 
And that's just a fact. It's a fact of being in the lifestyle that we chose to be in. So when um, I heard that these ladies were coming, I decided to go try it out. See what, what they had to say and what it was all about. So I went and um, they were so nice. And, and they didn't want anything from me. They just wanted to love on me. <laughs> and um, I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to people caring about me without wanting to gain something from me. And then I found out that, you know, they were just like me to a point. You know, they weren't perfect, that they, they could kind of understand some of the things that that I'd been through. I can't speak for anybody else, but, um, you know, I saw something in them that I wanted. And that's what I was always told, is to go after something or someone that has something you want. So I remember I approached Amy one day on Sunday because, um... She had something I wanted, and I wanted to have that that glow that she had in her and her daughter. You know, um, I was getting close to me getting out of the center, and uh, she gave me her number and told me to call her when I got out. And in my head, I figured it's going to be like most programs where they... Um, they say that and then they just leave you high and dry afterwards. But um, I called her when I got out and got into an Oxford house. And um, she got me connected with a group called Share the Hope and got me a, a life coach. And I'm, you know, I've had trials since I've gotten out of, of work release. I was sexually assaulted during, you know, this time that I've been sober. And every single trial that I've been through, you know, Amy and uh, Mariah, they've been there. They helped me. They supported me. They loved on me. They believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. You know, they showed me what being a woman of God looks like. And I can honestly say I wouldn't be where I am today or the person that I am today if it had not been largely in part to them. They helped me strengthen my faith. They've been so amazing to me. And I don't know what I would have done, I think, if I had not had that support, I probably would have gone back out. I probably wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have a relationship with my mother, my children. Anchor her has been such a godsend in my life. And such a blessing to know them. And that's my testimony.